Hi, everyone. Welcome to Movies with My Mother. I am Lexi. My mom, Lori. And today we watched Men at Work. Yeah, we did. It's, I couldn't find it on like a cult classic list, but like somebody on Reddit called it a cult classic. So I was just like, I'm going to run with it. Yeah, why not? And it was a recommendation from Justin. Yeah. So we have to watch it. Yeah. Pretty much everything that Justin has loved as a child uh, has done pretty well by us, except this movie fell flat, didn't it? Little. I think, and it's only because I don't know. Yeah. It was stinky. <laughs> a lot of poop. Yeah. And I could smell that through the TV set. Oof. <laughs> so it was a little rough for me. Yeah. Mom had a rough go with it. <laughs> the movie's from 1990. It's rated PG 13. Uh, it was a solid 98 minutes long, and it's directed by Emilio Estevez. Also yes. written by yes. Emilio Estevez. Yes. Well, it did not do well in the ratings world it's got a 32 percent on rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. 34 on metascore right. and 5.9 out of 10 on imdb but i think it made a little bit of money it made its money back yeah well no it, it almost doubled its money almost yeah the yeah. budget was about nine million dollars and the worldwide gross was about 16.2 million yeah i think it's okay yeah the plot I wrote down really, it doesn't like encapsulate the movie very well. Okay. So the plot I wrote down is that two garbage men find a dead body and then cover a conspiracy involving illegal toxic waste dumping and work to bring the whole operation down. Which oh. I think is a little broad. Right, because I think they just kind of only found the dead body. Yeah, they really only found the dead body. I think... I don't think that they were purposefully trying to, like, shut down the toxic dumping. Correct. I think they were just trying to rescue that girl. Correct. So I don't... So I don't think their motives were, like... No. Yeah. They weren't... They were not the pure motives that that plot just told us they were. Yeah. No, they they found a dead body. Yeah, they definitely found a dead body. And then havoc ensued. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little more close to the actual plot. Yeah, but I guess you can't, you know, I mean, some some agent or other can't just say they find the dead body and havoc ensued. Yeah. You know, so I guess you have to beef it up a little. Yeah. Um, The cast is Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez, Leslie Hope, Keith David, Dean Cameron, uh, John Getz, Buck Walensky. Jeffrey Blake and Cameron Die. Those were the names I wrote down. Yeah. There those, were a lot those, of names. Yeah, those were kind of the names that were recognizable. Yeah. I think. Do you think? Yeah, Dean Cameron was the pizza guy. Yeah. 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 And this movie didn't really come with a lot of trivia. Not at all. No, you know, usually we can find pages of funny stuff. You and I will both find stuff. Yeah. But no. No. Yeah, today it's pretty thin. Yeah. But that's okay. I mean, we can still talk about it. It it was funny. Yeah. It was interesting. I mean, it didn't completely hold our attention. No. We kind of dozed off in the middle. Yes. But <laughs> but um I think, you know, I think it was 
for its time, I think it was a nice, good, lighthearted movie. Yeah. You know, and the, especially the stuff about Tricky Dick. I mean, that was funny. <laughs> right over my head. Exactly, because I understood that. I get it. Yeah. So I, I, th- I thought it was funny, you know. Uh, Emilio Estevez started writing this this in the 80s. Uh-huh. And um, it took, where did I write that? It took, I don't know, five or six rewrites to get the movie really going. Oh, okay. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, you wonder how how uh, how that goes, how you write a movie. I wrote that 15 drafts were of the script were written. I d- you are correct. I knew there was a five involved. Yeah. So, yeah, 15 drafts it had. It started out with the name Clear Intent. Yes. Which I don't know what that would fit with the movie. Yeah, it you know. doesn't. And then it went to Pop 65. What's that? Was that their surf shop? Maybe. Hmm. And then it, it eventually ended up as Men at Work. But it said that um, that what if we are to believe what the computer says... He was writing this in the early morning hours and heard a garbage truck garbage truck go by and you know this is what came of that that moment. Okay. I thought that's interesting. I mean, you know, any little thing can spark a a thought in your head. Sure. So, yeah. You know, and and Emilio Estevez is long long been known in the industry, you know, as part of the Brat Pack. Yeah. You know, uh, lots of big names. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe's hot right now for some reason. He's doing those Atkins commercials. Yeah. Uh, he was on um, Parks and Rec. People really loved him on that. I thought he was annoying. Yeah. Was toxic positivity. Is that what it is? Yeah. But a lot of these other names, we don't hear them anymore. Um, You know. Anthony Michael Hall, has he done anything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was in the latest Halloween. Uh, He was in the middle Halloween movie of the the trilogy that just came out. Okay. He played Tommy Wallace. Andrew McCarthy? Uh, He still acts, but I can't think of anything notable recently. Yeah, Judd Nelson? He still pops up every once in a while, looking creepy as shit every time you see him. Okay. Uh, Demi Moore, she's still around. I don't think she's acting anything. anything. I don't think so. We hear just bad stuff about the poor woman. She needs to keep her curtains closed. That's what happens when, you know, 60-year-old women get entangled with 30-year-old men. I guess. I guess Molly Ringwald, Ali Sheedy. Uh, They're all, Molly Ringwald's still acting. She's on a show. Okay. But they're not as big as, like, uh, the Roblos and the Emilio Estevezes of, no. of the group. They they were the two biggest names to come out of that. Right. You know, the other guys are just working actors. You know, and there's nothing wrong with having a job. Hell no. You know, so. You know, and there was always, you know, they were, I guess they, people wanted to, to, uh have a a rat pack of the 80s i guess yeah and that's that's what it was and 
you know, I guess that's what, what it was. It, it had a purpose. Yeah. But they really all didn't hang around together. You know, like the Rat Pack, those guys all hung around together. They'd go to the casinos and drink and, you know, Frank Sinatra and all those guys. Yeah. They they hung around together. It doesn't sound like any of these people hang around together. Well, wasn't Demi Moore and Emilio Estevez engaged? Well, that would imply they hung out. Yeah, but that's, that's you know, <laughs> that's only two people. Okay. That's hey, not... that's all that, that's all you need. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. I get it. <laughs> get it. <laughs> you know, because, and there has been lots of wanting for a, a rerun of Breakfast Club and all those other little crazy movies. You can't. First of all, half the stuff that they did in those 80s movies, you can't do today. Correct. First and, of all. And so, we were just talking, it's my 50th high school reunion. What, are they going to have a, a, a 50, 40th, high, 30th high school reunion of of a Breakfast Club? They're all going to be sitting in the, the cafeteria? What, what is that, you know? I don't know. It doesn't sound like a good idea, though. I think you just made a million dollars. Who did? You did. What? It's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that movie. Okay. All right. What the the 50th high school reunion for the, my high school no, or the man. the 30th or 40th high school for the breakfast club? Okay. Well, we couldn't get Emilio Estevez to come. Oh, okay. He he has um he has stayed far far away from any. Any talk of reunion stuff. Well, that's fine. He did just uh, star in uh, the newest Mighty Ducks movie. He did come back as Gordon Bombay. Did he star in it or did he just make an appearance? I think he played the coach. I think he came back as a coach. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I didn't watch it. Me either. And I, you know, I only read stuff. And, and I do remember, I, I have seen the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. That's a movie I have seen. <laughs> <laughs> there again. I, well, I guess because the team changes every year, you could have a new Mighty Ducks movie every year, couldn't you? Well, yeah, I guess. But whatever. You know. Let's see. What what oh that's that's one thing. Judd Nelson was supposed to play the, the other the other uh was supposed to be Carl. Yeah, man at work here. Yeah. Yeah, I did read that. So, a reunion somewhat. Um, I read that Charlie Sheen took this role. Where did I write that down? Charlie Sheen took this role because he, 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 Felt that he needed a comedy at this point in his career, though I think that Major League had just come out, so he he's already done some comedy. But hadn't he had some some drug problems right around that time? You know, was, I, that, was that in the early early nineties, or was that in the middle late nineties? See, I don't remember. I don't remember either, and I didn't really research it. But I wrote that same exactly what you said. I wrote that down. And, you know, and I wondered about it. Was that, he said he needed a comedy right then. Was that because he had had some, you know, 
No, he, some bad press. Well, I don't know. He had been in Young Guns. Uh, he had been in Platoon. He had been in some like war movie, Platoon, and um, you know, it's a heavy movie. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but he he also played a druggie, and that was sitting in the police station in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Really? Yeah. He he, he talks to. There's a sister, Ginny. Oh, no. Teeny? Teeny? I don't... I have not seen that movie. You've never seen Ferris Bueller's No, oh, and I God. know you're going to say the same thing. It was always on at our house. I know it was. But I've never really seen it. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you that... No, Bueller. Ferris Bueller is not one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Mostly because Ferris Bueller is a spoiled brat that... Definitely needed his ass kicked. Yes. And yes. as an adult, rewatching it as many times of, as I have, it's just like, if I had, if that kid were in front of me right now, I'd slap him in his mouth. Just, just because. And tell him that you're a jerk. You're a piece of shit. Yep. Yeah. Bueller. Bueller. Yeah, you ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, that commercial will come on TV, and I think, ugh, is that commercial on again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, funny, funny how, how movies are, you know, TV's always on, and I, I, you know, I know you kids watched all kinds of stuff. I can't say I watched any of it. I I can't. No. TV's always on at my house. I can't say I really watch any of it. Although I do, I have been watching the BBC, and I really like that. Really? Where do you find the BBC on Roku? It's on the live, on live. Oh, TV. okay. Well, it's it's not BBC. It's their part, different parts of their, I think it's all three. Most of the stuff I watch is from all three. Okay. Which, all of these things have been on the BBC that I watch. So anyway. But, you know, garden shows. And last night I had watched celebrities making crafts. Oh. Interesting. Okay. I want to make pot holders. Sure. I want to weave them. All right. Okay. <laughs> but that's funny that I, I knew the people that were on because I've been watching other shows. Anyway. Getting back on track. Yeah. The Japanese Garbage Collectors Union in Los Angeles demanded that this film be banned from video shelves. Yeah. Because it had a poor portrayal of garbage collectors. Right. I I don't. I thought that, that when I read that, I thought that was kind of humorous. I, I don't know that it had a poor. I, I don't think it was a poor portrayal of a garbage collector. I mean, they, they were goof offs. Yeah, but it, I guess in the end they got the job done, and and years ago, n not in the eighties or nineties, um, we we put our garbage at the curb in a garbage can just like that, and very often you you would find your garbage can up on your front lawn or, you know, down the street a ways. I mean, I think garbage men do that. I remember 
because they, that's not how they do garbage anymore. It's a it's a like an automated right. truck comes by with an arm and picks your garbage can off. Yeah. Your specially made garbage can yeah. that you have to rent from the city. Right. <laughs> um Yeah, like I remember that. You do you I remember, remember just... dragging the cans out to the the curb? Yeah. 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 But, you know, and and they just, they just, you know, they're in a hurry. They just whip them up there. And, you know, then the garbage cans go everywhere. I mean, that's just, that's the way it was. Yeah. But I can't imagine in, in a place like Redondo Beach or that they would be doing garbage like that. That seems a little odd. Yeah. The bowling ball down the alley was a little silly. That was. And completely dangerous. That, that could cause um, horrendous uh, problems. Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. You keep changing it. I, your volume's not right on the on the bars. Oh no! But it's it's fine. I sound really loud in my head. Oh, do you? Uh huh. Do we need to turn you down a little bit? No, no. You do what you have to do to but make you, it we right. Can turn, we can turn your ears down. Okay. Is that better? Yes. Okay. The bowling ball. Yeah. In the street. That could have caused some serious harm. I mean, that was kind of stupid that they did that. I, I felt that that was stupid. No? Well, absolutely. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Let's um, see. Oh, well, here's another, here's another uh, movie studio didn't like the end okay and they had to redo an end oh okay oh my goodness i we we could talk about that every week why are studios deciding what the end of the movie should be like because it's their money i get that but they've they've trusted millions of dollars to me who has written this movie the way it should be I don't get it. I don't get it, Lex. It's all about butts and seats. I know. I know. And apparently neither worked out because it was, you know, really not critically acclaimed or anything. I said they made a little bit of money, but I think that's just the price of a, a movie ticket. You're going to make some money. Well, I mean, you think. Mm, yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's see. What do we know about Charlie Sheen? No, Emilio Estevez. Yeah, we already <laughs> know way too much about Charlie Sheen. Yes, we do. I can't see, honey. Seven hundred fifty-four. Omg! My goodness. Okay. He was born in New York City. Okay. They moved to California in the late sixties. Okay. Which don't we all move in the late sixties? Well, I don't know. I didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, in in when um, when Emilio was eleven, the family got a little movie camera that they started taking, make taking and making movies. Oh, okay. And apparently that was where his uh, his bend was. He he seemed to like it. He did not go on to college. 
like so many other actors have, you know, legit college behind them. Okay. He went right into um, acting, directing, uh, writing, all kinds of stuff. I mean. Oh, okay. He, uh, this this has been his career. I mean, he has, he did start out his, he made every attempt not to write his father's coattails in. That's one of the reasons why he didn't change his name. Okay. Um. Let's see. He made his stage debut. This is this really cracks me up. Okay. He made his stage debut at the Burt Reynolds Theater in Jupiter, Florida, with his father. He he played a part in in something. I thought Burt Reynolds Theater. I thought, do people even remember Burt Reynolds Theater? He had a theater. <laughs> exactly my point. Okay. He had. You know how how people like go to Branson now, Branson, Missouri. Okay, and they have it's like a little Las Vegas. And they have their theaters and they do all kinds of stuff. Have all kinds of big names come in Branson. In that time, um, Burt Reynolds had a theater in Jupiter, Florida, like that. Okay, he was one of the first people to have something like that where. Big names came and and did shows and um, all kinds of productions. Hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting. So, yeah, that's, you know, you got to start somewhere and you got to have a job. So, yeah. Interesting. He was engaged to me more, like we talked about. He was engaged to a lot of people. Oh, okay. You know, he was married to Paula Abdul for about, you know, 25 minutes. Okay. I think two years. Let's see. Yeah, 92 to 94. I remember that, but I don't remember that. I don't remember that there was anything exciting happening there. They just, you know. Yeah. Looked pretty together, maybe. Yeah. I remember them together. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I don't remember any scandalous stuff to go with it. You know, they just were pretty together. Yeah. They looked like they should be together. But sometimes that's kind of weird because it looks like brothers and sisters. Yeah. You it's know. a little creepy. Yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. And he was the mother of his children, a lady named Harry Sally. Sure. I'm not exactly sure how, you know, but she was a Wilhelmina model. Oh, okay. You know, you know, those Wilhelmina models, they're all gorgeous. And, and, um, and she, for whatever reason, had a paternity suit against, against him. And in, in 87, he, he did acknowledge that her children were his children. <laughs> And I showed you the pictures. Yeah. Y'all need to go on online and look. That, that, uh, the daughter was gorgeous. She is. She's a, a professional drummer and a composer. Okay. Sure. So, and um, the, the young man, his son is a stunt man and just kind of a Hollywood type. Okay. 
But um, yeah, they they uh, they look enough like him that there's no uh, question that he's the father. <laughs> the son, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. And the girl looks like the si- his sister, the one sister that he had. I saw a picture of her and I thought, oh, that kind of looks like his daughter. But same shape of face and stuff. Okay. Did you know that the sister was in the Sleepaway Camp movies? No. Yeah. Really? She was in the sequels. She wasn't in the original. Okay. And then at one point in one of the sequels, number two or number three, She's calling out to campers, and she calls out Charlie and Emilio. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Draw attention to yourself. Yeah. You're not supposed to know. Okay. She used the name Estevez. Yes. Renee. Um, What's the sister's name? Charlie is the only one that used Sheen. Yeah. The other three children used Estevez. And, you know, that's all right. Yeah, whatever. You know. He d- he's done all... Um, he has... Well, Char- Charlie Sheen just sounds so cool, whereas Carlos Estevez is just like, whatever. Yeah, that's not... I- I'm sure somebody would say it's too ethnic. She's got her dog. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, very... Oh, yeah, the- I bet they would say it was... Yeah, Carlos Estevez. But Emilio Estevez is not too ethnic. I think I think it's different because Emilio Estevez just looks like a white guy. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I do. Whereas Charlie Sheen has the dark eyes and dark hair. Yes. Yes. Yes, you are correct. And he he does look rather swarthy. Yeah, much more so than Emilio. Which, how how could that be? They look the same. It's weird, right? Yes. You know, I, I was thinking about that when they were standing beside each other. How can they look so, so much alike, but look so much different? Right. Their hair is the same. Their Their facial expressions are the same. They do have different noses. Did you notice that? They do. Um, that is the really the only thing different about their faces, I think. It's their noses. But just the way they walked and the, oh my goodness. Yeah, the way they held their hands. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just everything was so alike. But that's the way the family is, you know. You, you, you get all that stuff from people you live with, I think. Yeah. But yeah, he's done a lot of... um. TV. Really? Yeah. Let's see. West Wing? He directed a West Wing. Martin Sheen was on that. Mm-hmm. Martin Sheen played the president. Two and a half men? Charlie Sheen was on that. Yeah. <laughs> CSI New York? Oh, okay. The Guardian? Cold Case? And uh, the, the show, it's a new show. I believe it's called Numbers, but it has a three in it. Oh, it's not, it's not new, new, but yeah, it's newer, but it's off the air already, I think. To me, stuff like that is new. Yeah. You know, so he's, he has dabbled in and out of TV for a long time. Okay. You know, writing and directing. Lots of movies. Uh, well, t- uh, that's one of the trivia things I have is about, he did the movie Bobby. 
Okay, about, about Bobby Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy. And while he was writing that, apparently he had some um, writer's block. So he went out, he just went out, drove around, and checked into this ho- hotel, motel type thing. And during the course of the time he was there, he was chatting with the woman at the the uh, the overnight clerk at the hotel, the front desk clerk. Uh-huh. And he, she was, he had told her that he was doing this thing about Bobby Kennedy. She goes, oh, I was in the ballroom that night. And I thought, oh, my God. I just, I can't even imagine that, what, what his reaction would have been to, to that when she said, yeah, I was in the ballroom that night. Yeah, no, I need to know everything. I need yeah. to know everything. Yeah, I need to see everything you saw. Yeah hear everything you heard i thought wow what a freaking coincidence that that would be that you would just happen upon someone who was in a spot on such a momentous occasion and just happen upon them right that that was just like ooh, that just gave me chills (laughs) but it seems to me he has um really uh, gone toward um, social interests. Okay. He he recently, well, a while back, that he took a movie to con to no Sundance called The Public about the public library in Cincinnati, where um, they stayed open to let people come in and as a warming center, homeless people. And he said he'd like to live in Cincinnati. He really enjoyed his stay there and and that that would be a place that he would want to to make a home. And I thought, what? Ohio? Most people want to get out of Ohio. It's cold here. Yeah. But yeah, he um he uh has really um I guess, you know, made social issues his his forum lately. Okay. Or of late. Vietnam War, homelessness, civil rights. And that speaking of Vietnam War, he did um he wrote his uh senior senior when he was a senior in high school, he wrote the play. And it was about Vietnam. Oh, like Max Fisher? Yeah. <laughs> In Rushmore, yes, (laughs) yes, that was. I thought that that was um, interesting. Interesting that that would would have happened in real life. You hear stuff like that, Max Fisher. People really happen to do that. Yeah, you know the plays. And when I was in high school, were you know Broadway plays. Yeah, yeah. So that that was weird. Uh, the Cincinnati uh, movie was in 2016. I mean, that's not that far ago. Not long ago. No. It's almost a decade, but. Golly. Right? 2024. Hey, Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. Wow. But what else? What else? Frequently casts family members in his movies. Okay. He likes, and he has a huge family. It's not just, you know, it's not just the Sheen family, the Estevez family. He has a huge family. If you look him up on um, Wiki or IMDb, he's, he's 
related to just about everybody that works in Hollywood, I think. Oh, okay. So he. Well, I mean, I feel like if you are in Hollywood, that's, I mean, why you're in Hollywood, because you know you're related to somebody that knows somebody that's related to somebody that knows somebody. Right. They can get you a job. Right. Right. So, yeah. So it's not just, you know, it's not just his brothers and sisters that he's getting jobs for. It's cousins and uncles and aunts and, you know, a whole string of people. Okay. Let's see. In the in 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 the early two thousands, maybe he invested in a vineyard with his then fiance. Don't even remember her name, but they he sold out of that, so he had a vineyard. Wow. Okay. You know. So yeah, I mean, don't want to like him because he didn't recognize his children, but you know. We re- we really don't know the whole story there. No, and I, you know, I guess there are worse things. Yeah, and maybe Mom wanted more money and stuff. You know, I don't know. Guar- guaranteed her, she wanted to guarantee her lifestyle. Maybe, you know, whatever. It could be anything, but it just sounded bad to me, and I didn't want to like him. So. Um, I read that at one stage, John Hughes was going to produce or direct John Hughes big in the Brat Pack scene. Yes. Um, he said, but he said that Emilio could do a great job because he knew that he was multi-talented. Yes. Even back then. Yeah. You know, that, that was, you know, I think in his young, young directing time. But yeah, John Hughes was. Um, I also read that the distributors of the film struggled with poster artwork and they were unhappy with designs because they felt it made the film look like a straight up thriller where it's definitely not a thriller. Maybe it's thrilling for like a second when that guy gets killed. But. And it was pretty thrilling there on the beach at the very end. Yeah, that was pretty exciting. But it wasn't scary or anything. Right. Oh, yeah. I didn't read that. Lexa, thriller. How could you, how could any artwork in here be, a th- well, it, they're dealing with a dead body. You know, there was a murder, so it's got to be a thriller. I mean, I don't know. That's That's just something I read and I was just like, well, that sounds interesting. I'll talk about that. Yeah, but I don't. I didn't. I don't have, see how this movie could be considered a thriller at all. No. Did you even? Did you like me? Did you think to look up stuff? Did we see artwork from? Yeah, most of it's like them in their garbage collecting jumpsuits, and those suits were pretty um, nasty, weren't they? Like, did you? But did you notice when they were changing, James's clothes always look nasty? Everything he put on, when he put clean clothes on, he looked nasty? Oh, yes. Yes, I did. I did. Well, there's... So that's something the garbage collectors can be mad about. These people take a shower, put on clean clothes, and they still look gross. Yeah. How's that? How's that for good PR? First off, how'd they get that nasty? Well... Working is nasty. 
I, I don't know how they, what it means to struggle to be, um, so it looked, uh. Like a thriller. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. But, did they see the movie before they did said that? I don't, well, who the hell knows? Um, Keith David was a, he plays a combat hardened veteran in this movie. Yes. Uh, he was also in Platoon with Charlie Sheen. Oh, really? As Vietnam. Okay. Fighters. Active Vietnam warriors. So he likes to, he definitely likes to surround himself with people that he knows their ability. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I meant to watch out for this, but it says the scene where Lewis terrorizes the cops uses the same music from A Clockwork Orange. And I try to pay attention to it, but I, I didn't pay attention. Yes, I, I read that too, and I was going to pay attention, but I didn't. Didn't. But any kind of dramatic music is, you know. Yeah. Oh, well. That, that's interesting. And and really, that's all I have for trivia. Like, everything you've talked about and, like, those few little tidbits. That's, like, all I have. Yes, there wasn't a lot. I mean, you really... You, I really had to look for stuff about Emilio Estevez. He seems like he's not out front. Like, you know, we know we know everything to know there is about Charlie Sheen. Oh yeah, Tiger Blood and Winnie. Oh, we all know that. Uh, yeah, you know, he's been in the news for years, but Emilio, we don't know that about him. You know, and and he he seems like he has tried to keep his private stuff private, which I think that's kind of hard to do in uh, Hollywood, don't you think? I mean, I can't even imagine how hard it is. To you do. know, everybody up your butt wanting to know this, that, and the other thing. And then you have, you know, two people. Here's Charlie Sheen, who absolutely thrives on that kind of stuff you know you you just know that that's what what he is interested in is the the limelight and then you know who's equally as talented as emilio estevez who is trying to keep his private stuff private so you know it's just weird to me how all that works. Well, I mean, it, there's there's something to be said for keeping a low profile. I guess. I guess. And the, the fact that we see these young guys on this TV, and, and in real life, they're old. Yeah, they're 70-year-old men. Yeah, but they're as old as me. <laughs> damn, why didn't I take more pictures of me when I was younger so I could look at them? <laughs> Holy cow. But yeah, I, yeah, they still look the same. I mean, oh yeah, they just look they just look older, and probably looks a little rough now. But let's face it, he has lived. He was road hard and went to to bed wet many times. Yeah, you cannot do that and stay good looking. It's not a sustainable lifestyle. No, no. So. <laughs> good luck to him, but yeah, I think I think they look pretty good, and you know it's funny. Then you, oh, he's got two two kids. You look him up. 
same age as my kids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's, it, it amazes me that you are as old as you are, Alexis. I, I don't understand. And Blythe just had a birthday. Happy birthday, Blythe. Happy birthday, Blythe. We're getting older by the minute. Holy shit. Can she be 38 years old? To people that. I'm not that old. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But so I talked to a guy. Uh, I had to call IT the other morning. Oh no! And because I called at like five thirty in the morning, like during the graveyard shift, I talked to this guy that told me all sorts of stuff that I didn't need to know. And um, he he said that uh, he's like, oh, you're you're up early. He's like, you must be pretty young. And I'm like, oh, I'm not that young. And he's just like, oh, well, you're not as old as me. I'm sixty seven. And I said, well, if it makes you feel better, my mom is about that age. And he's just like, oh, so what are you in your, your early 40s? And I'm like, okay. Calm down. He had you pegged, Alexis. Calm down. That's funny. Yeah, and you should, yeah, my mom's probably up right now, too. You want to call her? <laughs> She'll talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always have to look at the clock and think, oh, is Lex up? Oh, yeah, she's up. Oh, yeah. Texting you. Yep. Sending you shit, the stupid stuff that you don't need to know. Yep. You texted me about Blythe's flowers, and I was I, I had been at work for a little bit at that point, and I was surprised you were up. I almost called you, but then I was like, no, she's probably, you know, feeding Reginald Manchego and going back to bed. Um, that day I didn't. That day I didn't. But yeah, Blythe's birthday, Grandpa's birthday yesterday. Yeah. You know, he's been on my mind. You know, yeah. he, made, he made me buy those pizza rolls. I should have I had those pizza rolls for dinner yesterday in his honor. <laughs> That's funny. That That was funny that, yeah, he's been on my mind. It's craziness. Yeah. But yeah, so. So here you are talking to people in the butt crack of dawn and, you know. For him, it was the middle of the night. He's, he, he's like, well, I've, I've worked nights for years. He's like, this is, this is, you know, I'm getting ready to go to bed. I was like, ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, so he must be West. No, he just is the overnight guy. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a tough job. That midnight shift is tough. I did that at the W and oh, I, I, I know that I never want to work overnight again. Yeah. That that was very plain to me that overnight is shit. Yeah. It's not good. Mm -mm. I don't think anybody likes working overnights. But And then you go, who go to work at 4am or something, you know, you're crazy too. Well, I'm awake. I might as well be making money. That's right. I agree with you. Absolutely. But yeah, that's craziness. Craziness. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. Yeah, what else has happened this this week? Oh, I didn't make any note of any notable deaths. Did you? Um, I saw an AP that somebody had died. Somebody that, uh, I don't know, I guess I should have known, but I don't know. Real, relatively young man in the past. Oh. Interesting. Can't tell you his name. Can't tell you what he was in. 
I didn't, I haven't paid attention. You know, we've been working up to this, this horrible storm that's coming that, you know, that's all we've been thinking about for the last week. Yeah. And yeah, we got a couple inches of snow, but. Right. The wind was howling this it was. morning. It was just I told howling. You, they were saying 50 mile an hour gusts. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can still hear it. Yeah. Yeah. And they were saying, get your Christmas lights down and you're, you're blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, really? Really? Yeah. So I'm going to tell you to get your Christmas lights down. I personally would leave them up year round. Oh, yeah. If I put Christmas lights on my house, they would be up forever. I would put them up until they burn down. Yeah. <laughs> we were... We had seen signs. Somebody had put up little little ad signs that uh, they will put up your Christmas lights for you. I've seen those signs. And I was just like, hmm. Somebody's got a billion dollar idea there. Yeah. What a side hustle. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean. I'm not getting on a ladder. I'll tell you that much. I'm not doing it. Oh, hell no. I I tallest ladder I own is an eight foot ladder that's in my garage. I'm never going to get on it. Right. <laughs> it, right. it scares me to get on the little two step ladder in my kitchen to get on the high shelves. Right. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Not going to do it. Not at all. Yeah, it's been crazy. I mean, you know, people are crazy. Yeah. So that's really all that's going around in Toledo. Yeah. Justin said he was going to do a little panic shopping today, though. That's Alexis said Justin's worrying about the storm. I says, is he bringing ice cream and beer home? We have ice cream. And it doesn't matter. We probably don't need beer. It does not matter if you have it or need it. If it's going to be storming. And you might get stuck in your house. You need ice cream and beer. Oh, okay. That's just all there is to it. Sure. Listen, I've been in many snowstorms. I lived through the blizzard of 78 with ice cream and beer. <laughs> no, I didn't. No. Listen, that you, you got to That's That's the funny story. And having worked in retail all those years, you should know, too, that when the weather's bad. That's when all the crazies come out. To buy ice cream and beer. Yeah, just oh, non-essential shit. Yeah. Gotta have the cigarettes, too. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, I don't understand people. The weather's rough. Stay home. Yeah. Nope. And especially the old people. You old people. You don't. Although yesterday. After I talked to you, after you got off of work, I thought, oh, I want to go get a mocha frappe. And I dicked around. I did, you know, I swept the floor. I, I was doing a little pickup stuff. And then I thought, oh, I need to go get that mocha frappe. And I looked out. It was like blizzard outside my window. <laughs> I don't know when it started or how. It started about 2 o'clock started snowing because i had been home for a little bit but i did ha apparently i had not looked out the window 
because I was just picking up stuff and, you know, trying to straighten up the house a little. And I look out, it is blizzarding. I thought, I should go out right now and get my mocha fret. No, Lex would be mad if I went out in this weather. I would. To get a freaking mocha frappe. <laughs> that's non-essential. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought. That's that's when I thought about the beer and the ice cream and all the crazy people who go out just to go out in this weather. So, yeah. So I had to do without a mocha frappe yesterday. Life was tough. Yeah. It was it was tough to get through the day. These are the lean times. So I had an English muffin with some strawberry jelly on it. Oh, okay. It didn't hit the spot. No. It tasted really good though. Okay. My goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. This was an unusual movie. It was a little rough to watch. <laughs> All the pranking. Um, you know, sometimes my stomach is not real good this early in the morning, and we were um, eating our, which we didn't even we didn't talk, talk about. about we talked about we we were eating our food. We had hamburgers and fries. Yeah, hamburgers and French fries, and mine was delicious. I, I inhaled mine. Yeah, it was great. I I thought about getting an extra one just in case one or the other of us needed more, but I didn't. I should have, huh? No, I could have used a little more. I didn't eat all my fries, but I could have used the hamburger. Just tasted, tasted delicious. Yeah, it was really good. We've always been satisfied with Mayberry food. Oh yeah, you know you you've talked about not pickup not being all that great, but yeah, picking up the wrong stuff or whatever. But yeah, that infuriates me. Yeah, oh, you you are not the, you know, it, yeah. How how hard is, don't they write these things down? I don't think so. I, I want a hamburger and a french fry and a left arm, please. You get home and you've got a right arm. Damn it, I wanted a left one. Yeah. I, I don't understand. But yeah. So, I, I was happy with the food, but it was really good. It was really good. But yeah, to be eating at 7 o'clock in the morning, well, 8 o'clock. In the morning, eating French fries and hamburgers and and all that poop and that garbage, and it's like, oh, <laughs> oh! It started with the, them cleaning out the back of the truck. I can't even imagine. Oh, thinking about it, I'm getting a little clump. Yeah, you are. You look a little pale. <laughs> Just the smell of it. Oh, I couldn't even imagine. Could you even imagine? No, no I just no. Did you remember what Look. those garbage cans smell like? You you don't know what the garbage can you have now smells like. It still smells the same. It's gross. Yes. Yes. And I, you know, the dumpster, you take garbage out to the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Rough. It was rough. But it was pretty damn funny with Skies got covered with poop. <laughs> oh my God, their hair towels. Those were so funny. Like, do men wrap their hair in a turban when they're cleaning themselves? I think men with like longer hair might. But I also think that those were fancy men. And the one guy was a white Rastafarian, so... Yeah, that was weird. And you could see, like, 
his wig because his real hair was hanging out from under his wig. And did you notice sometimes it was like crooked? It was not right. Yeah. <laughs> it was his hat was at a jaunty angle, but then his hair was also at a jaunty angle. Yeah, at an opposite jaunty angle. Yeah. Yeah, his part was over by his ear. Yes. Yeah. Or it would move up a little. I, mm-hmm. I, and we noticed stuff like that. We noticed the string on the car. You know the. What What else did we say? Oh no! Did you see that? Oh, did you see that? Yeah, we uh, we noticed. Uh, we we must be getting better at this watching movie thing because we're seeing those things. And not only you seeing them, I'm seeing them. I ordinarily would not have noticed that rope on whatever that was for. I don't the rigging on the car. Yeah, some something to get it to you know, jump to jump up like that. Yeah. Prob- probably, you know. Ordinarily, I would not have seen that when we first started this. Do you think? Uh, well, that one was really obvious. So you might have. Okay. But, like, normally speaking, no, I don't think you would have noticed right. it. But, like, that one was really obvious. Right. But I think we're looking for stuff like that now. Yeah. Is it because we researched the movie first and we see all these things? Well. You know, like you said, the the music from Clockwork Orange was in here. But I forgot to look for it. Right. So, I don't know. Does it, does it matter that we do the homework before the movie? I don't know. I don't know. I still like it. I still like doing it. Yeah. Even though I pushed it off and pushed it off and didn't start until like Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday maybe. But yeah, I I uh I I like looking into these things to see what what's behind the scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm interested in stuff like I'm interested in how stuff are made, you know, and Yeah. I think that the movie industry is kind of, to people here in in middle Ohio, you know, I think that that's a very far, far away thought, you know. Yeah. So I like doing stuff like that. And I really enjoy this, um, these movies with, with you and our fan base. Yeah. We can almost say we have a fan base now. Yeah. How many how many hits have we had on our silly TikTok? Let me see. Let me see. Which you should go see because it's equally as silly as every other one. Uh right now we're sitting at seven hundred and ninety one views. Hundred. We did that what? Less than an hour ago. Less than an hour ago. Seven hundred people have looked at us. I can't even imagine. Almost eight hundred. I okay. I why would you why would they look at us? You know, well, because we're idiots, first of all. <laughs> well, yes. Yes. And only because we enjoy being idiots. Yeah, I have no problem with it. No. We both have had responsible jobs. We've both had to be adults for so long. It's fun to not be an adult. Yeah. It's fun to be a jackass for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do like it. I do. <laughs> this TikTok isn't anything like giddy. No. We no. Uh, we just talked about the movie. Yeah. 
You had she had a bandana. We had we both had bandanas on. About that's about we did we gotta plan these things less. Uh, we, we gotta you know we gotta do you know, but our best stuff has just been spur of the moment stuff. Yeah, I think I think our best one was the Christmas Muppets. I think so. No, I really enjoyed that. Mother, no, psycho. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. Hey, did you, speaking of mother, no, psycho, um, did you see that um, this AI has created a George Carlin skit? Oh, boy, really? Oh, my God. Did you watch it? I saw a part of it, a little piece of it on, on uh, the, you know, the computer, and I thought, first off, it, it's nothing... I guess it's everything like him, but nothing like him. Why? Why? Why would they want to do that? Well, to cash in on a name, first of all. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But and then I saw that his daughter is is pretty much up in arms about it. That 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 wasn't it wasn't cool. No, and. And I agree with her. It's not cool. Really think that if you're going to do things, you really need to be, you know, with it, with, you know, the person's estate. Like, whoever's running their estate, you need to, you need to be tight with them in order yeah. to do stuff like this. Because otherwise, it's just, it's just shitty capitalism and nobody likes a shitty capitalist. Nope. That was straight out of money grab and it was awful. Yeah. You know, and, and and right now I can't even think of what what he was saying, the AI words that they were saying. They said in the style of bullshit, that's not what they were aiming for. No, they were looking to get the George Carlin audience. Yeah. And isn't this what the strike in Hollywood was about? This AI business? A, a lot of it was the streaming and the AI, yeah. And getting this in the public so the public knows that this shit's going on and don't be fooled. But, I don't know. It was another mother-daughter. Mom, I need money. And mom sent hundreds of dollars and thousands of dollars and then called the police and called the daughter. You know, if you get a call like that, call the person first. Yeah. Well, you know, okay, okay, we'll take care of this. And then take, you know, take that moment to call them. They're they're okay. This is, somebody has taken something off of Facebook and figured out they can get some money. Scams. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Grandma tried to fall for those. Yes, she did. She, grandma's calling me. Where are you? On two or three occasions. Where the fuck do you think I am? I'm at work. Where? What? Where? Where am I supposed to be? And I would tell her, "You are the last person Alexis would call for money. If if Alexis calls you for money, it's not Alexis." Yeah. You know, and but it's it's real easy to get scammed. I mean. Uh, it's easy. It really is easy. I know it is. But, yeah. You know it, and 
people have to look out for each other. Like, you know, I can't tell you how many people that I would come into the store wanting to get this or that card. Well, they called me and I need to say, wait a minute. Who called you? Yeah. You, you, they want gift cards? You want an Apple gift card? For your, you know, Tamaguchi computer? Why? You know, or, you know, they call, they need, they're, we're building, you know, and the men, the men who send money to women, first off, are they even women? Half the time, no. You know, oh, I, I can't tell you how many men I've seen send money to their fiancés. Have you ever met her? No. Have you ever seen her in public? No. Well, how can you call her your the love of your life? You don't even know. You don't know this person. You don't know who's on the other end of that computer. Right. Oh, that was before that. Those those kind of things happened more before the dawn of the gift card things because they'd send Western Union money. Mm hmm. And, you know, all the banking regulations now and Western Union is now all part of that banking regulation stuff because simply because of the money laundering aspect of it. Yeah. But, oh, people are people are crazy. We're crazy, Lexi. Have I ever told you that? No. Oh, geez. OK. When I when I worked in retail, there was a guy that came in to pay for his um sex line his 1-900 number through western union okay. and the the you know the codes were always very explicit and i'm just like do we need to do this what yeah. do you have a credit card like seriously just why are we doing this yeah put it on your credit card. you know i'm a 19 year old girl right <laughs> that's part of the fun to let you know i'm doing it i don't give a shit what you're doing Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I've heard many, many, many people's life stories. So, yeah. You know, don't talk to people. Yeah. The interesting story I heard the other day was about a guy who's been in jail several times for identity theft. And he always uh, ropes in young women that are very stupid yep. to help him. And now these stupid young girls have felonies, and I'm just like, why are you telling me all this? Well, I don't even know you. Yeah, but it's, you know, I gotta talk. I gotta tell people. I gotta get it off my chest. <laughs> gotta get it off my chest. I mean, I guess if I knew somebody that was in prison for identity theft, I'd tell everybody too. Did you know this person was in prison for identity theft? Can you believe it? How stupid. Yeah, but, I mean, people we went to high school with are in, in jail for all kind of stuff. Oh, people I went to high school with are all kinds of messed up. You know, I, I don't understand. Yeah. And I don't understand that the people that are around them don't know what's going on. I don't get it. I think if you were being bad, I'd know it. Wait a minute, I do know that. Never mind. Yeah, because I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I'm up to. 
Nothing. I'm up to nothing. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm up to. I don't have anything to hide because I'm not doing anything. Well, I've changed my furniture around a lot. I mean, if oh. that's a crime. Although it's got Reginald Manchego all upset. You need to let that poor cat calm down. Oh. But I love moving my furniture around. Well, live with it for a week or so before you do it oh. again. Okay. Reginald Manchego needs to come down off that ledge. Oh, poor thing. I, I was hoping that maybe... if. Today, while I'm gone, he will come. To, he stayed in his to-go box all day yesterday. Is he still using his yurt? Yes, he is. Oh. It, when he's not in his to-go box, he's in his yurt. Okay. I call it a teepee. Was it a teepee? It's a, it's a yurt. Okay, it's a yurt. I think yurts are more round. More dome-shaped? Yes. I don't believe yurts have holes in the top so that the smoke from your um, campfire can get out. I don't know if TP is exactly PC anymore, though. Oh. Well, what would you call it? What would you call that kind of a tent? I don't know. A tent? I don't know. Oh. I don't know what you're supposed to call it. I'm sorry, then. I, I didn't. I meant no harm, but it's it's you know that shape, and it has a hole in the top so that smoke from your campfire can go out. Well, you better hope Reginald Manchego isn't putting campfires in your living room. Well, <laughs> I think I would notice, but uh, you know, I maybe not. He's rather stealthy. Yeah, you know, you're, you're walking, and then there he is in your feet. What? What? Yeah. He walks on those cat's paws all the time. Yeah, Lula almost got ground up in my gears the other day because I was walking and she came right between my feet. Yep. I was like, what are you doing? She wants to be with you. We were going to dinner. We were going to her tower for dinner. Oh. And she she was she was lagging behind me. And I'm like, come on, let's get some food. And then, then all of a sudden, she was under my wheels. Oh, my goodness. I do that. Yeah. Like, she wanted to make sure you got to her tower head first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there. Boom. Okay. Yeah. I got it. But, yeah, they like to be under our feet. Yeah. They're babies. Yeah. They're sweet, sweet babies. Jelly is still in his little house. He has. He he came out for cookies, and he went right back into his little. What would you call that? A, a chocolate kiss shaped basket. Yeah, and he like you think he likes that one the best. I think he does because that's the one he goes to the most. Oh, I'm so glad I found those. They are so cute. They they really are. And they really do like them. Did you like that gif I sent to, to you of them fighting with Ashy? Yes. Both of them? Did you see what that cage fighting? Yeah. Kinda. <laughs> that, is, that was very cute. That Justin has been making memes on his phone. He figured out how to make memes when he was off the other day. Oh, cool. So he's just been doing stuff a lot. So I was like, do you know how to make gifs? And he's like, I don't know how to make gifs. I'm like, I know how to make a gif. He'd show you. Oh, cool. 
And that's what that was? Yep. Oh my gosh, how cool. Oh, and memes. That would be fun to do. Yeah, I can show you how. He showed me how. Is it easy? <laughs> it's not difficult. So our our cats could be as famous as we are? Sure. Dog. <laughs> he sent me one this morning of um, Tallulah's head on Pinhead's body, where he's got the puzzle box in his hands. Mm-hmm. And I said, she has such sights to show you. And he said, yeah, like her butthole. They do like to show you their butthole. <laughs> That's because you're their parent. Yeah. But she looks scary in that one. Yeah. That picture that he had was, her eyes were piercing. <laughs> it was a flash picture. They were piercing. <laughs> they went right to your soul. Yeah. Yeah. They did. <laughs> Such things. Yeah. Interesting. What movie are we going to do next? Oh, I haven't thought that far ahead. I know, and if, if we have another Justin one, I'm going to be very suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I said it earlier, maybe if it were later in the day, my stomach wouldn't be on edge, you know, first thing. Right. <laughs> and maybe I wouldn't have even noticed it, but... Ooh, ooh. My eyes are watering again. Yeah, wow. I, I knew that cough. I knew that cough very well. <laughs> yeah, that was sorry. I'm sorry, Lex. It's okay. I didn't even think about it. It's all right. Woof. Yeah, I survived. Yeah, the, in the middle there, we kind of both kind of flaked out a little. I was on my my games and yeah we were both playing games yeah that was weird i haven't done that in a while it's been a while since we had a movie that well for me this is one of those movies that's always just kind of a background movie it's always just kind of on uh-huh like yeah like the tv's like yeah like the tv is on at my house it's yeah. on but I'm not specifically watching it. Yeah. But like I've yep. seen this movie a hundred times. Right. This part of it, that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. French fries. You know what? And I have, I've never really seen the very, very beginning. I always kind of come in when he was in the, when the mayor candidate was in the like police guy's office talking about the tape and he's playing the wrong tape and he's freaking out about the tape and then the police guy calls the the bad guy yes yeah like i come in like right around there whenever we watch this so like i didn't know there was a beginning to it that had like had a message (laughs) okay okay interesting all right right, yeah well it it was okay it was okay what it is yeah it's not it had a couple of gross parts that were completely appropriate yeah men's humor yeah yeah locker room humor um and that what they had to do they had to clean their truck out i get it yeah that's their job yeah you know so but it's just me it's a it's a me thing (laughs) it's a me thing in this case so oh Something interesting. Maybe we'll have something interesting next time. Okay. 
Oh, something interesting. All right. We've we've had many, many interesting movies. Okay. Stinking man's movie. Yeah. Maybe I'll go back on um the computer and look at more pictures. More of those um oh more wild video pictures. Yeah, and see what um that's how we got that China movie. That um, Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble in Little China. And then you said Justin loves that movie. It's one of his favorites. That's how I picked that movie. I saw, I kind of liked the look of the promo ad there. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that looks interesting. It was just a picture. I I do choose my books by the pic, by its cover. Oh, yeah. I do choose books by so why wouldn't I choose a movie that way? Choose wine that way? Absolutely. If it doesn't have a fun label, I don't care about it. Yep. Speaking of wine. Yeah. Her mother-in-law gave me a bottle of wine for Christmas that was delicious. Very, very good. I, I might have, I'm going I'm to stop at Kroger's on my way home for, um. I want some brats. Oh, okay. I think brats would be delicious for dinner. Anyway. The bottle's was, in the fridge. You want to take a picture of it? It was pineapple mango. Peach mango. Peach mango. Wow. It was beyond delicious. It was very think? good. Yeah. It it was a very, if you're in. From a wine brand that I don't normally like. Right. Right. Because I find their wine too sharp. Too dry um yeah i like sharp i like that yeah it's got that that hard wine flavor just that yeah yeah but wow it was really good and i think i need a a glass of wine today okay i might have to buy me a bottle of that we've had tons of wine at my house sure we haven't been up to the winery in a while but i still probably have a case of wine (laughs) <laughs> you know <laughs> it's some of the good stuff too oh yeah you know like that uh yeah good stuff but uh so yeah we'll have to go to the winery too we'll have to go to the- there's other wineries you know around town we're gonna get- we'll try those yeah we should find us some good wines yeah we can we can start being bougie okay i mean i thought i already was but i mean bougie in public Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, never mind. Yeah, I mean, I don't care about that. I I know. (laughs) We are bougie, by the way. We are. Yeah. I just, you know, wish more people knew about it. Yeah. (laughs) What else? Are we we done? I think we're about done. Okay. About done? I think we have covered the entire spectrum of our last couple of weeks. Yeah. So we talked about our food. Talked about the food. Again, again, we almost forget. I mean, how do we do that? I don't know. But I did put a picture. I did before we started eating. We put a picture on our Facebook page of um, under the movie. Yeah. Mom's at 630 in the morning calling our local Mayberry restaurant to order lunch. Hey. And I said, I said to the girl, I said, can we have fries? She goes, oh, yes, absolutely. I said, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mom was convinced that the fryer wouldn't be on, so we couldn't have French well, fries. The Mayberries that was over on uh, in the South End didn't always have the fryer on in the morning, so I've many times had hash browns with my hamburger or BLP or, you know, Reuben. And, <laughs> and you know, it's okay. It's It's just little tiny short French fries. I think uh, I think BLTs are what Justin's bringing home for dinner tonight. Oh, yum! Which is good. I need to get my bacon grease store back in. Nice, back in shape. Yes. Do you strain yours when you? No, uh, no I didn't either. A lot of people say you should strain it when you pour it into your jar. No, I want the, the hunk of bacon in there to, to give it Me that extra too. bacon flavor. Oh, you could get out all the burnt pieces. That's the flavor. My goodness! If I if I want to throw a glob of bacon grease into my um, cornbread, I want those burnt pieces. Yeah, and, and those chunks of stuff. Oh yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, I made spinach again for Justin. Ooh, I am I am going to make it that way the next time I have spinach. Yeah, what an amazing delight that was to put a spoon of bacon grease in a can of spinach. I mean, I know that's how, I mean, you're supposed to put that in collard greens, so why wouldn't you just put that in just regular yucky spinach? Collard greens and spinach aren't the same thing. I know. But, okay. I mean, I mean, to me, it's all wet lettuce. I mean, I'm never going to eat it. <laughs> oh, collard greens are delicious, Alexis. They're, they're not. They're even... Wet lettuce. <laughs> okay. Cooked lettuce. Yeah, I'm never going to do it. All right. I don't care. You're missing out. That's fine. Like I said the other day, you're an adult. You don't have to eat what you don't want to eat now. I don't eat asparagus, bananas, and I don't drink milk. I don't have to. Nobody says I do. I'm an adult. Yeah. But anyways, I know that's how you're supposed to make collard greens. So that's how I make his spinach. I put a little little blop of bacon oh, grease in there. I've never put bacon. Well, yeah, because you fry the you fry the, the bacon, bacon in the pan in the back the fat back in the yeah. So there is bacon. I I've been sitting here thinking, what do you mean you put bacon grease? Yeah, you do when you start it. Okay. Never mind. I watch all these cooking videos on the reels. I watch all the oh, cooking ones. I know. And so I, I have an idea. Doesn't everything look delicious when they make it? Well, some of it is a travesty, but yeah, some of it looks delicious. Yeah, like there's this guy that like cooks in the woods. That shit always looks good. Cooks in the woods. Yeah, he like cooks over an open fire. Ooh, yummy. Yeah, I think I think our guy did a video of his. I think he's done a couple of them. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> okay i i don't think i've ever seen those yeah and there's one where he cooks like like a hunk of beef and like he makes he makes his own noodles what's the beef over the noodles oh my god does he want a girlfriend <laughs> you know just you know a couple nights a week for dinner yeah I don't, yeah, that sounds awful kind of fun, but who wants to start a fire? 
cook your dinner. When you can go in your kitchen and start the fire On by just stove? turning the well, handle. The person that wants to cook over an open fire is the same person that is willing to make pasta from scratch. Well. In the woods. Using a stick. Oh. Oh, okay. Because making pasta from scratch is not hard. It's time consuming. Yes. Yes. I've seen it done on different occasions. I've even seen it done in person. And I don't really use my counter as a dish. Right. So I'm never going to make pasta at my house. Right. <laughs> Although um, there was a lady on one of the crafting shows I saw that uses um, a noodle a noodle maker to thin out her her plays. So I thought that was pretty cool. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Pasta press? Yes. Yeah, so. I mean, same, same principle. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah. So, okay. We'll find something good to watch. All right. Yeah, there's a billion movies to watch. Oh, so. for sure. And most of them I haven't seen. Yeah. So that's the main point of the program. Okay. <laughs> all right all right well again happy new year hope i hope everything for 2024 comes up roses yes so far it doesn't look to be that way but Ooh, no let's hope it gets better it will <laughs> <laughs> all right and in the meantime we'll figure out something to watch and we'll keep you updated on our facebook page Sounds like a good plan. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye, everybody.